Hey, Awakened Church, it's Vicki Simpson from Sydney here. Yes, Auntie Vicki is in the house. It's so great to be with you. Big thank you, Pastors Jürgen and Leanne, for the opportunity. Uh, hey, I was supposed to be with you guys in June. I was really looking forward to coming. And be honest, I was feeling a bit bummed about it. And then I realised, look, when I come in person, I can only be at one campus at a time, right? But here I am. I get the opportunity to share with a whole lot of you all at once. So praise the Lord, right? All things work together for good. But uh, look, uh, you guys get the best preaching in the world. Let's just face it. You get some of the best preaching in the world, Sunday in, Sunday out. And I'm not come to preach a message so much as to bring a prophetic download. And uh, I'm going to bring an expansion of a word that I shared recently on Instagram. Feel, to, feel that something's going to be applicable to everyone. So before I launch into the word, I'd love to pray right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every person listening right now. And, you know, Lord, we really want to hear from you. It's not about hearing the voice of a woman. It's about hearing from heaven. So Holy Spirit, I pray for every single person whether they're in awakened church or not, no matter where they may be, whatever part of the world they are listening to this right now. Lord, I love that you can take what I say and speak it personally to each one. And so Holy Spirit, I pray right now, have your way and have your say in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to speak on the season of divine paradox the season of divine paradox. Let me give to you the dictionary definition of the word paradox. It says a situational statement that seems impossible or is difficult to understand because it contains two opposite facts or characteristics. A situation that seems impossible or is difficult to understand because it contains two opposite facts or characteristics. And I believe we're in a season of divine paradox where there are natural realities, but there are spiritual realities that appear to be the opposite. Spiritual and natural realities coexisting. And divine paradoxes are not a new phenomenon. In fact, the Bible is full of them. If you have a look at the last shall be first and the first shall be last, there's a paradox. God exalts the humble. In other words, you've got to go down to go up. There's a paradox. We give in order to receive. The word says that those who scatter will increase, but those who withhold become poor. That's another paradox. Let the weak say they are strong. We have to lose our life in order to find it. We die in order to live. All these things are divine paradoxes, but we are living in a season right now of divine paradox. And, and I want to make the point that natural realities do not negate spiritual ones and vice versa. Uh, earlier this year, some of you might be aware that in our part of Australia, there were terrible bushfires. It was horrendous. I mean, lives were lost properties lost. I mean, communities have been traumatised. It was unprecedented. And during that time, um, very respected minister in our country posted uh, regarding uh, revival fires, revival fires. And he posted a picture, it's become quite iconic, of a kangaroo in the midst of bushfire. And it was met with a, with a mixed response. And I actually reposted it because I really believed in the spiritual truth. And the spiritual truth was that while there was a natural reality, 
that these bushfires were destroying uh, communities and towns and people's lives were being lost and, and that was true and that was tragic, that there was a spiritual reality that, that, that God was preparing us for revival fires and he was drawing parallels and I reposted it so I got some flack. I got some flack and the, 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 the flack and the outrage was this, that do you not know how many people are suffering? Do you not know that this picture is actually about the fires that are happening in Australia right now? Are you not aware? And, and you should be praying. And so I responded, yes, I am aware because I live in Sydney and I've been inhaling smoke since November. But, but, but this is the, the truth is that natural realities, and spiritual realities can seem opposed and they can coexist. One does not cancel out the other. But spiritual realities are only perceived spiritually. They are only perceived spiritually and they cannot be understood with our natural mind. 1 Corinthians 2.14 says, But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolish to them and they can't understand it for only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. And I believe today God wants to increase and lift the level of our spiritual perception. And I don't know you all personally and I don't know where you're at in terms of your relationship with God and actually being able to see and perceive things spiritually, but wherever you are at, wherever you are at in terms of your spiritual perception, I believe God wants to increase it and enlarge it today. So God does not see how man sees. And Isaiah 55 is really clear, actually says that God's thoughts are not man's thoughts, that they are higher, as high as the heavens are above the earth, are God's thoughts than man's thoughts. And, and let me... Let me just clarify as well that uh, God perception is not just about seeing that every cloud has a silver lining, okay? Spiritual perception is not about putting a positive spin on things. It's, it's not about, you know, just saying, well, you know, this is the flip side. No, no, it's not at all because sometimes God's perception of things is that things aren't as good as what they are. I'm reminded of the church of Laodicea in Revelation chapter 3 and God actually says, you guys think, yeah, you're rich, you think you're awesome, you think you're pretty crash hot, but in actual fact, you're poor, you're wretched and you're blind and you're naked. So spiritual perception is not just about seeing the upside, but in this season, there is an upside. That's why I want to come today with a word of encouragement and I want to come to you with some spiritual reality and I've got seven paradoxes I want to share with you. I want to share them. Uh, look, I just want to raise your awareness today. I'm not going to be able to go into each one at length, but it's to raise your awareness. And I believe the Holy Spirit is going to speak to each one of you personally as we go through these list of paradoxes. The first paradox is this, stop, go. Stop, go. And so right now, the message is stop. Stop what you're doing. Stop going out, stop congregating, stop gathering, stop touching people, stop, stop, stop. That is a natural reality. But the spiritual reality is this, it's go, go. I believe that there has been a starting gun sound in heaven and what it is, 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 is announcing the commencement of new projects. 
It's announcing the commencement of new endeavours. I know, I know, even for myself, I've been thinking, considering, feeling led to have an online presence, do, you know, things by video, online training for months, actually probably for well over a year. And even before the coronavirus crisis, even before the closed, um, sorry, uh, churches uh, closed and stopped gathering, um, I was thinking of doing these things. I'd even bought the equipment. I had bought some lighting. I had bought a tripod and I hadn't known anything about it because I was a bit nervous, to be honest, a bit self-conscious. And also I felt inadequate. What do I know about technology and filming, et cetera, et cetera. But it was almost immediate. As soon as uh, these restrictions and enforcements came, I felt like this starting gun go off in my spirit. Now, now, go! And I believe the Lord has seen the some of you. In the natural, it would seem the time to, to, to stop. Now, we are law-abiding people. And when the government says, you stop doing this, you stop doing that, we stop that. But at the same time, there are things there are in God that, that are, I believe, destined to start in this season. And so the paradox is in a season of stop that, that some things are going to start. Number two, the par- paradox of Containment enlargement, containment enlargement, or if you like, uh, contraction expansion, contraction expansion. I, mean, I believe in this, in this season, God is going to amaze us at how we're going to be enlarged on so many levels. I think, again, personally, I don't want to be talking about myself, but I've been experiencing the reality of this. My husband and I live in a small one-bedroom apartment on the northern beaches of Sydney. And in the last few weeks, I have had opportunities and invitations to have influence and minister in parts of the world I've never even been to. I mean, people have reached out to me. I mean, I've been praying for about 30 years to have opportunity to minister to uh, the nation of Italy, which is the home of, of my, the uh, birthplace, I should say, of my father. That's my heritage is Italian. And uh, I've been in full-time ministry nearly 30 years. It's been just as long. I've been believing to have an opportunity to preach in Italy. But what do you know? A couple of weeks ago, I've had an invitation to do some online ministry for, for Italy. I mean, here we are in this season of constriction and containment, but God's bringing enlargement. There's going to be enlargement in so many areas. I mean, my brain's getting enlarged, I think. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I mean, just all the new things I'm learning. I I feel like I've got stretch marks. I've been learning so much. Um, We're going to be enlarged in our hearts, enlarged in our faith, enlarged financially. This is going to be a paradox And I prophesy that there's going to be financial enlargement to many of God's people, to those who will align their faith with the possibility that God could enlarge us financially in a time of financial restriction. I believe it. It's a divine paradox, a divine paradox. Number three, disconnection, connection. Disconnection, connection. Now, we can't connect in the usual ways. And, you know, I'm a fun-loving, extroverted, sanguine personality type. I'm, I'm missing not hanging out with my friends. I'm really missing the gathering together of people and just hanging out. 
I'm really missing it. But at the same time, I believe that there is a supernatural connection taking place. And I had this vision. Awaken Church, I had this vision for you. It was like of an octopus with all these arms. It was like all the arms representing all your different campuses and all your different ministries and outreaches. And it had the suction cups. I think they're called suckers. You know how the octopus has the things that makes it attach, attach, attach. And I just saw in the spirit so many more connection points. And so in the natural, it's disconnect, disconnect. But the paradox is that the spiritual reality is connect, connect, connect. There's going to be more points of attachment and connection than ever before in Jesus' name. I believe that relationships are going to come out stronger. I believe there's going to be more friendship and marriages and families strengthened in this season. The Lord said to me a few weeks ago, Vicky, there's going to be miracles in the mayhem. Miracles in the mayhem. And, uh, and, and I believe in God is what He's doing. Spiritual perception. Let us see. Let us see the divine paradox. Number four, scattering, gathering. Scattering, gathering. I mean, in the, in, in the natural, we can't gather right now. It, it's illegal. I don't know about, to be honest, in uh, where you happen to be right now. I'm not sure. But for us, we can't gather together in our churches And so hence, we're ministering online and it looks like a scattering. But I believe the Lord show me the the arms of God is in gathering, that there's this incredible gathering of God. And I'm actually seeing people who have been away from God coming back. You might even be watching right now. And, you know, for whatever reason, you haven't been at church for a long time and you might still have faith. You still believe. You love God, but something happened. I don't know what your story is personally, but people do things for reasons. People get hurt, wounded, disillusioned, discouraged, Disappointment's a big thing. And and it brings a wedge between them and God, between them and God's people. But I prophesy right now that in this season, it looks like there's a scattering, the natural fact, there is a great gathering. People will be added to our numbers. The church of Jesus Christ is going to grow in this season. Number five paradox, complaint and praise. Complaint and praise. Now, it looks like a season for complaint. Lots of reasons to complain. Uh, yeah, I was just sharing with a friend of mine. We, we, we haven't been allowed to go to each other's homes here in, in Australia. Uh, restrictions, stay at home. Don't go and hang out at other people's homes. And I've got neighbours who have been totally disregarding that and having parties every weekend. And, and yeah, I feel, I feel a complaint coming on, people. I feel a complaint coming on. <laughs> Not impressed at all. But there's all sorts of reasons to complain. Why can't we do this? Why can't we do that? And I really believe the Lord wants us in this season to not be people of complaint, but be people of praise. Be people of praise in the natural. Natural reality is, yes, there are reasons, there are injustices, there are all sorts of inequities. Why can't we do this? Why can't we do that? That doesn't make sense. But complaining isn't fruitful. And I believe that our modus operandi in this season, that the weapons of our warfare is the weapon of praise. I believe it's strategic right now. Praise, praising God in the midst. Let's replace our complaint with praise. I'm reminded of Paul and Silas 
in Acts 16 when they were in prison. Uh, I, I felt like, a, honestly, I felt like a tiger in the cage. That's how I felt. I mean, I'm used to travelling. I, I come in and I go out and not just in and out of the house. Like I travel in and out of the, uh, my state, my nation regularly. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm in a prison. But Paul and Silas, praise God, when they were in prison. And what did it do? It, it, it brought freedom, not just to themselves, but to those around about them. He set other people free as well. This is, if I could shout anything from the rooftop right now, it is this. People praise, 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 praise. Because we have, because of the spiritual reality, because this is a season of divine paradox, we have got every reason to praise. Number six, paradox. Discontentment and contentment. Discontentment and contentment. Yep, we've got lots of reason to be discontent right now. I know those of you who are watching and financially you're suffering. You've lost jobs. I mean, myself, I haven't been able to preach and travel like I do. It's not just my calling, that's my work. And when they said no traveling and no, no, no church gatherings, it was like, boom, overnight. It's like, that was my, my business as, as being told, you know, you can't, you can't, you know, not business as usual anymore. And there are those of you, and you're in business and you're suffering right now and you're discontent. You're not happy and you've got reason to. And you might even be unwell and, you know, I'm really mindful that this virus is real. It is evil and it's real and people are suffering. There are nations that are suffering, families that are going through untold grief and I'm not minimising in any way the natural reality. But as I said from the outset, natural realities do not negate spiritual realities. And whilst we have reason to be discontent, I'm encouraged again by another season of the Apostle Paul. When he was in prison again, this time he's in a Roman prison, and he says this in 1 Timothy 6.6, 6, but godliness actually is a source of great gain when accompanied by contentment. It's amazing. Some of us were afraid of contentment because we think, well, if I'm too content, nothing's going to change. If I get too happy in this space, if I'm too, if I'm too thankful and grateful, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to get any more and I'm not happy with what I've got. I don't know about you, but I've had a fear of contentment. For the record, I don't do contentment well. It doesn't come naturally to me. But I've seen with new eyes that contentment doesn't act as a ceiling to growth. Contentment doesn't stop us uh, taking hold of the promises of God. It actually facilitates it. It facilitates it. And the Apostle Paul in, 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 in prison again in, uh, in Philippians, he said, Philippians 4.12, I have learnt the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. He, he knew contentment irrespective of the circumstance. His contentment was not attached to his conditions. His contentment was something that was consistent and it was a spiritual force that actually facilitated great gain. And I believe in this season, we've got every reason to be discontent. God wants us to take a hold of the spiritual force of contentment. That's a word for many of you today. 
because it will actually be the facilitation of your promise, of your destiny, of your next season, of the very things you're believing for. And finally, paradox number seven is death and life. Death and life. I mean, at the the last count, well over 200,000 lives have been lost during this coronavirus uh, worldwide pandemic. It's real. Um, I told you I have Italian heritage. It's been it's been heartbreaking to see what's happening in Italy. It's been heartbreaking to see what's happening in Spain, in France, in the United Kingdom. I've got a, a real passion for for Europe. It's been heartbreaking to see what's been happening, the um, you know on the east coast there in the US. I mean this 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 thing is real. I'm not minimising the pain, the grief, and and the suffering. But this is the paradox. This is the paradox that out of a season of incredible death there's going to come new life. There's going to come new life. I shared about the bushfires in Australia at the very beginning of this message. And the thing about bushfires, it actually brings about regeneration, that the bush, the forests, they are regenerated through fires. Yes, there's been loss. Yes, devastation. The economy affected. Wildlife destroyed. But there is in that regeneration. And I believe we are coming into a time of spiritual regeneration, of spiritual renewal across the face of the earth, that this season is not about survival, it is about revival. I just about clap, like, like, yeah, amen, clap myself, Uh, (laughs) clap myself happy right there. Many will receive Jesus. I, I, I know that there will be many in years to come who will look back and they'll say, wow, during that crazy COVID-19 season, remember that crazy time? That was the season where I met Jesus. And so the, the divine paradox is, though there are stories of death, many, many stories of new spiritual life will come forth in Jesus' name. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray before I close. I'm going to pray for you all. Uh, for spiritual perspective, for fresh spiritual perspective. And as you get an opportunity maybe to revisit these seven points, and by the way, this is not the sum total. I I had to actually uh, reduce a whole list down to what I thought was most relevant to you, Awakened Church. And as I said, it's not putting a positive spin on things. This is not just looking for the silver lining in the cloud. This is spiritual reality. And as we align and attach our faith with what is true in God, stuff happens. Breakthrough comes. Miracles are released. All sorts of stuff comes. So when you are tempted, tempted to panic, and I'm sure, I mean, I've been struggling with some anxiety in, in the midst of this, but as I remind myself, say, Lord, I'm reminded that this is actually a season and it looks like decrease but it's actually increased. And some of you right now, you feel like uh, areas of your life being pulled back. You feel like in terms of your mental health, it's, it's going in reverse. You feel like in terms of your finances, now it's just going backwards. I mean, it's looking absolutely disastrous when you look with your natural eye, but as you look with your spiritual eyes, I believe that you are gonna see that though you're being drawn back, that God is actually is setting you up just like the arrow that's set up in the bow in order to go forward, that, that, that you're not going backwards, you're actually going forwards in Jesus' Name. And though you might feel 
Like that, this has been this unexpected tidal wave that has come out of nowhere. This this pandemic has come out of the blue. It took us all by surprise. I knew there was some stuff coming. People say, "Oh, you know, you're a prophet." I'm like, "Hey, I'm not all seeing and I'm not all knowing. I'm, I, I ain't Jesus." But I knew that there were some shifts and changes coming. But I didn't know it was going to be like this. And like a tidal wave, it seemed to come out of nowhere. But I prophesied, "This tidal wave is not unto destruction." but it is unto momentum in Jesus' Name. We're going to ride this wave with the grace of God. And as we see it, how He sees it. Remember, it doesn't negate natural realities. And right now, I'm going to pray for spiritual perception. I'm going to pray for those of you right now who are experiencing incredible stress, incredible pain, suffering because of natural realities. The two do coexist. So Father, right now, it's right where you are. I'd love you to close your eyes. I'm praying for a spiritual encounter in this moment, a spiritual encounter. Come on, stop eating your breakfast, whatever it is you're doing. Put down, put down the coffee. You're doing sit-ups in the lounge room. I don't know what you're doing. Just stop for a moment. You're walking outside. Just, just stop for a moment if you can. Close your eyes and just be expectant to receive from the Holy Spirit right where you are. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you. Thank you for Awakened Church. I thank you for Pastors Jürgen, Leanne, the, the, the pastoral team there. Every person, Lord, right now listening to the sound of my voice, Lord, I pray for increased spiritual perception. I'm reminded, Lord, in, in Revelations, I think it's Revelation chapter 3, and you, you tell us by eye ointment so that we can see, by eye salve to put on our eyes so we can see spiritual sight. I'm praying for eyes to open, to see, Lord, the good, to see the God, to see as you see, Lord. I thank you, Father, right now for those, Lord, who are suffering, for those, Lord, who are sick, those right now, Lord, and they're hearing this. And Lord, there's hopelessness and despair in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will open their eyes to see, Father, that if you be for them, who can be against them, to see, Lord, that you are doing great things in the midst of this. And Lord, to the degree that the enemy and the powers of darkness, Lord, are building to make it look, Father, overwhelming and undefeatable and impossible, Lord. It's even, Lord, to, to a greater degree, are you moving? To a greater degree, are you doing stuff? To a greater degree, is good going to triumph over evil? Is light going to triumph over darkness? Lord, I thank you that this tidal wave is not unto destruction, but Lord, it is unto momentum for each person. For each person listening, for moment, for Father, for the for the um, for awakened church, for Lord, the, the the tidal wave is not unto destruction; it's unto momentum. I thank you, Holy Spirit. Touch each one now. Touch each one of them now. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, church. It's been great being with you. Lots of love. Mwah. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.